Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 179 of The Body Nerd Show. And on today's episode, we're talking all things Achilles tendon pain, including the anatomy of the Achilles tendon, aka the calcaneal tendon, the relationship that your Achilles tendon and plantar fascia have, and how to keep your feet, Achilles, and calves strong, flexible, and most importantly, pain-free. Now, if you're a runner, you may have experienced firsthand or maybe know someone else who has had Achilles tendonitis, and it does happen to about 10% of runners, but it also affects dancers, gymnasts, tennis players, people with feet. It goes hand in hand, or is it foot in foot, with plantar fasciitis and other foot pain. And when I was preparing for today's episode and even just Googling Achilles tendonitis, there was over 7.8 million hits on Google for Achilles tendonitis. So I know that this isn't a rare occurrence and that there are many of you who are struggling or sometimes struggle or have struggled with heel pain. So let's talk about it. What is the Achilles tendon? Why does it get irritated, inflamed, damaged, and or torn? And more importantly, what you can do to prevent that. So the Achilles tendon is the name for the common tendon at the back of your lower leg where your gastrocnemius, that's the big meaty calf muscle, and the soleus, the smaller calf muscle beneath it, come together. And they both blend together right there at the back of your heel and anchor onto the calcaneus. So that's also why it's referred to as the calcaneal tendon because it is connected to your calcaneus bone. And here's a random fact for your next party. There's also a small muscle at the back of your knee called the plantaris, and its tendon either inserts and blends with the Achilles tendon, or it can have its own independent insertion directly to the calcaneus. So what's happening in your foot and your calf and your knee are literally all connected. Now, the Achilles is designed to withstand high loads of friction. It even has an additional special layer of connective tissue called the peritendon, which provides that tendon with an additional thin layer of synovial cells. And yes, these are the same synovial cells that create synovial fluid in synovial joints like your knee and ankle. And synovial fluid is just a lubricating fluid that helps to cushion and helps to kind of bathe the uh, connective tissue with some nutrients. Now, don't forget about the plantar fascia because traditional anatomy has a very piecemeal approach, right? It's like, well, here is your calf muscle and here is your tibialis anterior and they are completely separate and look how pretty we drew them on the skeleton with just the red muscles of that. So not only are your muscles not red (laughs) like they are in anatomy books, they are all connected and everything in your body is connected by way of fascia, which is connective tissue. The only true separations between structures happens by way of a scalpel. And even when a scalpel cuts through or there's some injury, your body goes right away to work to stitch things back together. 
Now, your Achilles tendon, which is that calf muscle anchor and anchors to your heel bone, it doesn't just stop there. Part of what gives tendons their structure is the way that they seamlessly blend and become one with the covering, the skin, if you will, of your bone. And so that outer covering, that fascial covering, and really the tendon itself anchors and is the bone, right? It is continuous with the fascial coverings of your bone that then become the next structure beneath it, above it, around it. So in the case of the Achilles tendon, it anchors to your heel, your heel is your heel, and then your plantar fascia comes out on the bottom side of your foot, blooming directly from the calcaneus itself. So what's happening in your foot with the plantar fascia has an impact on what you feel in your Achilles because they are of the same continuity on the backside of your leg. Now, a 2013 article in the Journal of Anatomy found a really strong correlation between the thickness of the plantar fascia and the peritonin of the Achilles. And this suggests that that thickening of the plantar fascia and what the Achilles tendon look like are connected and that both aspects should be looked at when trying to resolve a case of chronic Achilles tendonitis because one could be creating the other, could also be damaged. Again, you can't separate them unless you're doing it with the scalpel, which has its own compensations and downstream effects that happen because I know that that's also a surgery, right? Where they're, oh, your fascia is too tight, let's just cut it. Oh, you're having issues with compartment syndrome, let's just cut it. And while, yeah, that may resolve the problem short term, it doesn't resolve the underlying cause in the first place. There was another study in 2000, and I'll link to all of the studies referenced in today's podcast over at aewellness.com slash podcast and within the description of this episode. But a study in 2000 demonstrated that excessive stretching and tightness of the Achilles tendon are also risk factors of plantar fasciitis. So the way science works, right? We can't say like, well, there's a definitive connection. They must absolutely happen together. But what you're seeing is research study after research study finding changes in these tissues because of that connection to them. And another study in 2013 identified greater tightness in the backside of the leg and the tissues in that posterior leg in individuals with plantar fasciitis, which suggested that therapists who are going to use a stretching protocol to treat plantar fasciitis should also be looking upstream to the hamstring and the calf. So I'll say it once. I've already said it today. I'm going to say it again. Where it hurts isn't always the cause. And so if you're only focusing your attention on right where it hurts, like the Achilles tendon and in this case, you might be missing the rest of the connections and compensation patterns that are contributing to what's going on. A full body approach and looking at how everything, how your entire body works together is going to be your best bet to actually getting to the root of what's going on. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck, and your shoulders. 
Plus it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do. You just get it done. And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y, at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. And tendonitis is not the only issue that the Achilles tendon can have. You can also get deposits of calcium on the tendon, which is called calcific tendinopathy. You can also get inflammation of the bursa. So bursa are like, um, honestly, think of like tied laundry detergent packets, like these little fluid filled sack like pouches that cushion the tendons in and around bone. So additional structures to help reduce friction. So you have these bursa um, in and around your Achilles tendon and those bursa can become inflamed. So that would be retrocalconeal or superficial calconeal bursitis, just meaning where the placement is of those specific bursa. And then you can also have issues with a peritendon itself. If there's inflammation there, then we call it peritonopathy. But if you have heel pain, chances are you probably have just been told you have heel pain and the specificity of it, like, is it peritonopathy or is it bursitis or is it tendonitis? It doesn't really change our perspective from a mobility approach. Now, obviously, if you are going to have surgery, the difference in that would absolutely matter. But if we're taking a more systemic and holistic full body approach, the solution, if you will, is still the same, right? Because that's the question. What can I do? I got this heel pain. I have bursitis. I have heel spurs. I have Achilles tendonitis, tendinosis, whatever. What do I do? So step number one is always going to be address the pain and pain-free movement is going to be your goal no matter what you're doing. So if we are doing some sort of massage, it may be uncomfortable. It's very likely that it is, but it shouldn't be so uncomfortable that you are gritting your teeth and holding your breath and can't keep your eyes open or can only keep your eyes open. More is not better. Like a harder massage is not better. Better is better. So you want to focus on pain-free movement, and then you're definitely going to need to work on tension. So I recommend rolling your feet, calves, quads, hamstrings, basically the entire lower leg. But if you had to pick one, I would go with the calves because that's going to be closest to what's going on and is going to give you that next best step. So that's not to say that if you roll your calves, it's going to fix your Achilles tendonitis. What I'm saying is start there. And then you can progress once you have a better idea of what your body is doing. Now, for any lower leg issues, we need to strengthen your feet. So barefoot training, uh, working on isolating your toes, seeing if you can isolate and move just the big toes, working on bending and straightening your lower leg while you are in your best posture. These are all things that help to strengthen the foot, the arch, the ankle, and everything connected to it. And like I said, I'll link into the show notes and the description, um, a post from TikTok that I recently shared that has three versions of one of my favorite lower leg exercises called heel taps. And that's probably my my favorite, (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, a go-to for both uh, calf tension, but also helping to strengthen that whole backside of the lower leg, which as we have talked about is literally connected. 
And again, a full body approach that takes everything into consideration, including your posture, your hip mobility, your core strength is going to be your best bet. And my Mobility Mastery Toolkit does have mobilizations and activations that help you with this. So definitely check that out if you want a more structured program than just saving a bunch of random videos from social media. And I've done a couple of other episodes as well on foot pain that are going to be helpful for you on your journey. So definitely check out episode 165 on foot pain with my guest, Holly Middleton, and also episode 122, Help for Achilles Tendonitis, where we go much deeper into why it is called the Achilles tendon. (laughs) So I want to hear from you. What was your biggest takeaway from today's episode? What was the one thing that made you go, oh, or have that light bulb aha moment? Uh, Take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, send me a DM. You can even leave a voicemail. So you can find me on Instagram at Famala. You can find me on TikTok at AE Wellness, or you can leave a voicemail on the Body Nerd hotline at 818-396-6501. And don't forget that show notes, the links and free downloads, everything I mentioned on today's show, including all of the exercises and videos and research studies, live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And I'm going to say it again. I like to repeat myself, but you know, repetition is, is it the mother of skill? Is, is that the phrase? I, I don't remember. <laughs> Clearly it didn't work. Uh, but don't forget to subscribe if you haven't done so already and review today's episode. Maybe you can put what you learned in your review. I would be super stoked to hear about what you learned uh, or share today's episode with somebody who needs to know how to make their heel and foot and calcaneus and Achilles tendon feel better. So thank you for taking the time to do that. I really appreciate it. Literally could not do this show without you. So here's asking better questions, moving more, strengthening our feet and calves, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks. And bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.